Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, today, diabetes, causes and solutions. Now, this is hugely important. We're also going to have a little bit on electromagnetic frequencies and uh, some on vaccines. But uh, that's going to be in the, partially the censored part. But let's, let's get into this. First, all of this will be um, up with the handouts, with the PowerPoints, with everything on the Dr. B VIP site. And that's, that's one of the sites that's going to be more protected as the censorship increases because it's already wiping out a ton of information. I'd really encourage you to look at, at other avenues. Like go to the Dr. B VIP, but also look at library.tv lbry.tv, um, look at BitChute, um, start looking at other areas other than YouTube uh, because um, YouTube is getting completely censored. We're also going to be having it live on Extreme Health Academy. Well, now we're going to talk about diabetes. In the headlines, they are recalling some of the medications, metformin. Now, um, we know that metformin does cause heart attacks if you lower blood glucose, but they're recalling it not for heart attack risk, but because it may cause cancer. And it, it's just mind-blowing because it here's out of the advertisement uh, that talks about the recall. Um, this product is used along with diet and exercise to improve blood glucose um, control in adults with type 2 diabetes. No kidding, except diet and exercise is the actual cure. Um, it, the article goes on to state, quote, it could be dangerous for patients with type 2 diabetes to stop taking metformin without first talking to their healthcare professional. Uh, end of quote. Okay, good. That's the same guy that gave it to you. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, if you are in the religion of medicine like the majority of people today, and, and it is, it requires faith and belief, you're going to have a mask up. You're going to put a mask in the car. You're going to line up for the experimental shot that had eight weeks of testing that turned your body into a, a virus spike producing machine. Um, I mean, it is mind-boggling. Uh, I, I, evidently, the shot removes most of your common sense. So let's look at type 2 diabetes, or let's look at diabetes. So let's go in. There's a couple of different types. Okay, type 1 uh, requires insulin. And this is an autoimmune condition or something that damaged the pancreas because the pancreas um, is the main organ that secretes insulin. Now, insulin's job is to get blood sugar or glucose out of the blood into the cells. Now, that's an autoimmune condition. It was very, very rare around 1900. Um, and it literally has gotten more and more and more popular as vaccines have increased and medications have increased. So if we're looking at our species 100 years ago, you're talking in effect one and maybe 10,000. Okay, now you're looking at about one in 1,000. So it it's, is exponential. Um, One-third of Americans will develop diabetes. That means 115 million Americans will have it. Um, 95%, though, are type 2 diabetics. Now, what's type 2? If type 1 is insulin um, dependent, pancreas isn't secreting insulin, and insulin's job is to get the glucose out of the blood into the cells. Now, type 2 diabetes is called insulin resistant. Now, you still have, your body's producing tons of insulin, 
But there is so much blood glucose that the cells, you know, insulin goes up, knocks on the cell. The cell cannot accept the glucose. So they call it insulin resistant, but it's really a, a plethora or an extra of blood glucose. A couple of ways that you can change that blood glucose level. One is to burn it up. That means exercise. And the other is to not poison yourself. Now, we have a worst type. This is type 3. Now, this is a complete medical mismanagement and a complete uh, attack by the body of, of stupid doctors. Out of the Journal of Diabetes and Science and Technology, type 3 diabetes, they're thinking Alzheimer's is a form of type 3, <clears throat> which is an overlap of type 1 and type 2. And that's what we're actually seeing in practice. We're seeing a lot of people in practice with type 2 diabetes, they take the drugs, and that still doesn't fix it because it's not drug deficiency. They still have either poor lifestyle choices or they're taking medications that will cause it or they're, they're not adjusting their diet, which is also a contributing factor, and they're not adjusting the work. So if you're taking t drugs for type 2 diabetes and it's still not controlling it, then they give insulin. So you're inundating your body with insulin. Well, the problem is it's the insulin that does the damage. All this stuff reverts back to how the body actually functions. You have an automatic nervous system. One part keeps you alive under stress, and that's the stress side or sympathetic nervous system. The other part of your nervous system is called rest, digest, or repair, and that's the parasympathetic nervous system. So your body is always either resting and repairing or getting ready to fight or flight because it's never static. Now, we know that the drugs that they use, okay, and this was a brilliant article out of the British Medical Journal. The drugs they use to control type 2 diabetes, okay, and this is going to be metformin and glucophage, um, literally 47% increase in congestive heart failure. If you lower blood glucose 9%, you have a 19% increase in all cause of death. If you lower it 14%, you have a 43% increase in death. Why? Why, if you're lowering blood glucose, does that cause an increase in death? Well, because you're lowering the glucose, but you're not doing anything for the insulin. And you're not doing anything for the causative factor. So it turns out that type 2 diabetes is a stress response. And if you medicate a stress response without dealing with the stress, you end up with damage, more damage. So type 1, type 2, and type 3, what are the causes? Number one, neurotoxins in food, vaccines, pesticides, and herbicides. Then you have food toxins. These are chemicals, GMOs, endocrine disruptors. You have physical trauma. And this is going to be chronic stress. And this could be um, physical stress, chemical stress, or emotional stress. And then you have medications that will cause it. So the four causes of diabetes are neurotoxins, food toxins, trauma, and medications. Honest to goodness. And it's interesting because there's a new uh, definition for type 2 diabetes. And it's failure to metabolize proper oils and fats. Now, that's hugely important because when you look at these toxic fats that a lot of food is fried in, such as canola oil or corn, corn oil or um, um, the, the, if you're cottonseed oil, okay, these are toxic oils that are loaded with free radicals. 
Now, they cook the food, but they actually damage it. It, it ends up to cause inflammation. So the solution to type 2 diabetes, and this is going to sound crazy, you got to reduce grains and sugars, so this way you can metabolize your nutrients healthy. Um, you have to exercise, and this means a little bit of exercise every day. And, and it seems too simple. Wait a second. Reduce grains and sugars. So that means no bread. Okay, you're talking for at least a couple of months. Um, no sugars for at least a couple of months. You can eat fruit. You can eat berries. You can eat a lot of stuff. But it's really no processed foods. Pretty much if man makes it, you don't eat it. And then exercise. You're burning up the sugar. And as long as you're dealing with the physical, chemical, emotional stress, you'll see within a week the, the um, usage of the medications will go down. If you look at exercise, exercise needs to be viewed as a drug. Now, you take metformin, which increases cardiovascular death. Um, you take exercise, which uh, diminishes cardiovascular death and burns up the exercise. Um, it, it's really great journal article out of the Clinical Science of London, 2011. Humans are t programmed to be inactive. That's right. Um, I figure our sedentary lifestyle, constant food availability, disturbs ancient metabolic processes, leading to excessive storage of energy in the tissue and a problem with blood, um, blood fats and insulin resistance. So as a consequence, the prevalence of type 2 diabetes and obesity and metabolic syndrome has increased significantly. So you've got the stressors. You've got physical, chemical, and emotional stress. The solutions are really clear. You can, on physical stress, you can x-ray the spine, do posture analysis, look at bunion formation. If you have bunion formation, we know that the nerves to the feet are compromised. Um, you can exercise, you can do deep breathing techniques, emotional stress, which also elevates blood, blood sugars, uh, neurolinguistic programming, you can get goals, you can do sleep restriction and exercise and deep breathing. It's interesting that exercise, deep breathing, all of that stuff changes emotional stressors. And then look at the chemical stressors that you may be exposed to. Uh, if you're exposed to vaccinations, chelation would be okay. If you're, if you're taking medications that are contributing to it, then find the problem and fix it. Again, on an organic plant-based diet, um, look at the environment. Look at water filters and air filters. Because if you're drinking tap water with chlorinated water, you're in deep trouble, my friend. And exercise and deep breathing. It's interesting. Exercise and deep breathing is the solution for physical, chemical, and emotional stress. See, the main purpose of insulin is not to lower blood sugar. Okay, insulin major role is not to lower blood sugar, but to take extra energy um, when it's available and store it for future times in need. So it, util it, it literally stores that. Now, insulin lowers glucose, has a side effect of directing the, um, the, the energy that's found in the blood into storage. So it lowers blood glucose, has a side effect. Now, a small amount of glucose is stored as starch called glycogen in our body, but the majority is stored as fat. So if you see somebody with extra fat, that's extra, extra energy. 
Now, high blood pressure medications can cause diabetes. This was a great article out of the New England Journal of Medicine. Um, drug use to treat high blood pressure, um, such as beta blockers, can lead to diabetes. Now, what is blood pressure? What's normal? Well, you might say 120 over 80, except that was Joint National Committee 6 in 1997. You might say 115 over 75, that was 2004. You might say Joint National Committee 8 in 2014 said at 150 over 90. So what is normal? Uh, again, it's not based in science. So all you got to do is look at, well, they're recalling metformin. <laughs> what do you see another few years at the disaster that's the COVID shot? Datin use increases diabetes. Again, it sounds crazy, but 22% increased risk for type 2 diabetes if you're taking Lipitor. If you're taking Crestor, it's only an 18% increase. I, I know it's crazy. Um, also, there's a relationship between cholesterol survival and chronic heart patients. Wait a second. Cholesterol, you take a drug to lower cholesterol, and it increases, um, it increases type 2 diabetes. If you take a drug to lower cholesterol, it increases heart failure, and hardening of the arteries. And in fact, researchers found, and this is out of the American Journal, the Journal of American uh, College of Cardiology, they found out that for every point of cholesterol decrease, there was a 36% increased risk of death. In conclusion, um, pa patients with chronic heart failure, um, lower serum cholesterol is independently associated with a worse prognosis. Uh, yeah, so that means if you've had a heart issue and you're taking the cholesterol drug, uh, that that person is not treating you correctly. Uh, just know there's multiple, multiple, multiple books out there on curing diabetes, not treating it, curing it. Um, Dr. Gabriel Cousins, there is a cure for diabetes. Joel Furman, The End of Diabetes. Dr. Bernstein's Diabetes Solutions. So all of these people advocate you know, healthy, organic, plant-based nutrients. Um, and it's really stress reduction and exercise. Now, to repair the faulty blood sugar system, um, fresh, healthy fats like flax oil, fish oil, cod liver oil, um, until the blood sugar starts to stabilize. The healthy oils such as butter, coconut oil, olive oil, clean animal fats, eliminate cheap junk oils like no processed food, no... Um, nothing on restaurant menus. A good quality broad-spectrum mineral supplement is going to be the key. To control blood sugar manually during the recovery cycle, start checking your blood sugar. So if you can consume small meals, um, you know, after you eat, go exercise, avoid sugars and alcohols, and eliminate toxic foods. That means the junk fats, the oils, the processed, the restaurant foods. Uh, it's interesting that we know that out of the annals of the Academy of Science of New York, uh, they have a great article on, on increased intestinal permeability, autoimmunity, celiac disease, and type 1 diabetes. Uh, now, anything that damages the intestinal tract, and this will cause a leaky gut, this could be Glyphosate-soaked bread, it could be antibiotics, it could be um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Advil, Motril, Eat. All of these things can increase intestinal permeability. And that is linked to celiac disease, autoimmune diseases, and type 1 diabetes. 
listen to this. Uh, quote, there is growing evidence that increased intestinal permeability plays a pathogenic role in various autoimmune condi- conditions. Um, and this, here, let's see the other part. Autoimmune entropy um, and type 1 diabetes uh, and a hyperglycosemia uh, caused by a destructive autoimmune process targeting insulin-producing pancreatic islet cells. It's literally when you have an increased intestinal permeability, you're creating an inflammatory process, and this can damage the the cells in the pancreas that produce insulin. Leaky gut leads to type 1 diabetes. And it's interesting because in fully vaccinated children, we see a plethora of leaky guts, plethora. Here's another one at the Clinical Pediatric Endocrinology Journal, Type 1 Diabetes and Autoimmunity. Um, Type 1 diabetes is an organ-specific autoimmune disease caused by autoimmune response against pancreatic beta cells. And they go in to state, and again, this is 2014, autoimmunity is created when the immune system malfunctions and attacks its own body. A vaccine artificially manipulates the immune system. Some scientists are investigating whether a vaccine can be a cofactor in the development of an autoimmune disease like type 2 diabetes. The research is particularly important for those who may have a genetic predisposition to autoimmunity, such as those with a family history of autoimmune disease. Um, well said. Okay, so that means that if you are getting injected with a foreign protein, that your immune system is artificially um, manipulated. So if we're looking at immune system problems, there that could be an, an issue. If you're looking at today's COVID vaccine, that's a real issue because if you're getting it, it hasn't even been approved. This is emergency use. This is phase three testing. Now, if we go way back in the history, the old reports of the vaccine connection, 1949, some children injected with the whooping cough vac- vaccine were having trouble maintaining normal levels of blood sugar. In the 60s, 70s, and 80s, there were observations that viral infections may be a cofactor in diabetes. Now, that's huge because if you know that you're injecting a live virus, live virus vaccines can also be a cofactor in chronic diseases such as diabetes. So it's not just a live virus. It has to do with the live um, the vaccine. Now, the mumps virus can infect the pancreatic cells and the live rubella virus. And there are persistent reports in the medical literature that some children develop diabetes after receiving the live mumps vaccine. Uh, when we look, again, the literature on influenza vaccine and diabetes, huge. Um, when we look at, I'm just changing a little things. Um, there was the Journal of Autoimmunity in 2002, and it's interesting. Doctors attending a conference at the American College for Advancement of Medicine overwhelmingly agree that vaccines can cause chronic diseases such as diabetes. Uh, mind-blowing. There's adverse effects of vaccines um, on the National Institute of Health that, again, talks about a, a causal relationship between type 1 diabetes. I'm going to bring up um, of one of, of the greatest stories, and this is Dr. Sylvia Ashworth. 
and she was one of the first women chiropractors. I was taught philosophy by her grandson, and she literally had diabetes where they were going to remove her legs. Um, she, she said that, that her legs, she kept wrapped a gauze around, and the foul odor that these ulcerations that they had on her, toes of one foot turned purple. I mean, they were going to amputate her legs. She ends up, from a neighbor, told her to go um, see a chiropractor. And she said, what's that? Don't know. They heal people. So she takes a four-day buggy ride over, and the chiropractor x-rays her, finds out that there is subluxation patterns in her body, adjusts her within a week, blood supply returned to her legs. Within two weeks, her blood sugar started to normalize. She was so excited about not dying, she became one of the first women chiropractors. Then, here's another article, a Journal of uh, Pediatric Maternal and Family Health, uh, 2011. Four-year-old female with insulin-dependent diabetes presented for a chiropractic evaluation. Uh, the chiropractor, um, uh, what was it? there was significant decrease in hemoglobin A1C, which resulted in lessening of the insulin administration. You're kidding. And that was after only 24 visits. It's amazing. And we look at the annals of vertebral subluxation research. Again, 67-year-old female presented with type 2 diabetes. Uh, same thing, her blood sugar re- re- went to normal. So why is this? Why do we have this epidemic of type 2 diabetes? Well, because we have an epidemic of stupid in America. If you keep exercising and you eat exactly what your grandparents ate, you know, the healthy, organic, um, delicious food, plant-based nutrients, I mean, you're going to be kicking butt. If you're eating the toxic fast food that's promoted by our government, then you are going to get sick. It, it seems crazy, but when you look at the trends from 1990 to 2020, uh, it is huge. Uh, we know that diet sodas double your risk of obesity, and obesity is a risk for type 2 diabetes. We know high fructose corn syrup. This is the number one source of calorie by all Americans today, and we know GMOs. What did we just learn? Increased intestinal permeability leads to damage of the pancreas cells, uh, pancreas cells, so that increased intestinal permeability leads to type 1 diabetes, an autoimmune condition. And what causes that increased intestinal permeability? The Roundup that's sprayed on all of our grains. So make sure that you know the solution. Find the physical stressors, the chemical stressors, and the emotional stressors. Now we're going to talk about the censored part, and this is the part that cannot be held um, on on standard. And hopefully, we're still able to do it on the Blog Talk Radio. So we're flying under the under the radar of the great god censorship. It, you know, I mean, when you broadcast in a communist country like America, you got to do this kind of stuff. So I encourage you to look at Professor Yehuda Schoenfeld. Now, this guy is an autoimmunologist. Uh, professor, you know, his credentials are longer than both my arms. The guy is brilliant, but he knows that vaccines and certain medical interventions cause the body to attack itself. Why is this important? Because we're doing an experimental vaccine now that was tested for eight weeks that within the next six months, 
the next two to three years, we're going to see a massive epidemic of autoimmune conditions. Why? Because if this, if this vaccine for the COVID-19 works correctly, we're in deep trouble. Now, let's go way back. How long did it take us to find a problem with the Gulf War vaccine? Well, 1991, uh, there was a massive uh, war going on. Now, we were vaccinating a huge amount of people with anthrax vaccine, with, with um, other vaccines that have the neurotoxin aluminum in there. So all of these vaccines were done by people that some of them weren't even deployed to the Gulf area, but they had Gulf War illness or Gulf War syndrome. And they linked the aluminum adjuvant in the Gulf War illness to motor neuron death in mice. Now, the vaccines were taking place in the early 90s. This article came out in 2007. Uh, do you actually think that another five, six years that there's going to be a huge amount of autoimmune conditions or other diseases associated with the COVID-19 vaccine? Yeah. And we'll show pictures of proud pregnant people with a badge on their arm saying, yes, they're taking one for the team. Remember, if you're signing up for this vaccine, it is an experimental product. It, is no, it hasn't been tested longer than eight weeks. It designed to cause your body to build proteins so your body can develop antibodies towards itself. And in the first month, there have been over 50,000 reports to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, and it's not designed to prevent transmission or infectivity. That's right. They're developing a passport, though, in Europe, and it's coming to America, that if you've had your passport, even though there's no science or data to support it, if you've had your vaccine, you get a passport, and you could go back to hugging your neighbor. I know. What a great sales feature. Okay, well, if Bob was jumping off a cliff, do you want to jump off a cliff too? It's up to you. So we're also going to talk about, because remember, this is a disease. We know the death rates for 2020. It was the least increase in deaths since 2014. 2014, every year, there's about a 1.3% increase in deaths. Every year. Why? Because baby boomers are getting older. And last year, there was a 1.1% increase, so the lowest increase in death ever. So we know there is no deaths consistent with the uh, panic for a pandemic. No deaths. So what do you need to take off your mask? Um, well, I would say common sense, but that, that's been a rare finding. Look at the data. Look at how many people died last year. And if you're like some of my patients, well, even one life is important. Okay, wake up and smell the frigging coffee. You're being controlled. Um, take the mask off. Start hugging your people. Even the CDC, which was censored, by the way, um, by our great um, media um, czar, the CDC was censored because they said, look, all our numbers were off by 94%. Turns out that only 6% of the people died with COVID. Um, but again, let's look at some of the um, big things that we got now. Electromagnetic frequency. Now, there's a brilliant article that I'm going to bring up, and this is on 5G. Now, on YouTube, if you say 5G, you're kicked off. Immediately, your channel is wiped out. Why? Well, because 5G is essential 
so that the majority of Americans can lose their jobs. You need to have a 5G infrastructure in order to fire all the truck drivers, fire all the Uber drivers, and get a lot of things um, to get transportation out of the hands of general people. That's what the 5G is for. It's not so you can download your favorite video game faster. Okay, this is to convert our workforce into a mechanical workforce because we need that speed. Well, the problem with 5G, and this was a great article on the reviews of environmental health, it turns out, here, um, get this, the fifth generation um, for wireless communication is about to be implemented worldwide despite no comprehensive investigations of potential human risk to environmental health. 400 science and the medical doctors wrote a moratorium on 5G development um, that was required until proper science, typical evaluation, and negative consequences have been made clear. And it's called the www.5gappeal.eu. Now, the lack of proper, unbiased risk evaluation of 5G technology makes for adverse effects. Uh, effects impossible to be foreseen. We're going to go more into this tonight, but also there are ways that you could protect yourself from 5G. Not wearing an aluminum hat, but there's ways that you could protect your environment. Just know that all radiation, um, all radiation can alter how cells are produced. Now, in our society, if you're wearing a mask, you're putting yourself under oxidative stress, that puts you in a stress state. And that it leads to a weakening of your body's ability to regenerate cells. If you're taking medications, that causes re, uh, a decrease in your body producing healthy cells. If you're exposed to radiation, that causes your body to reproduce healthy cells. And it is diminished. So when you're looking at this, there's a number of different factors in modern society that is weakening your body's ability to, re, to generate healthy cells. And this is one of them. So if you build cells faster than you break down, you have health. If you break down cells faster than you build up, you have a disease. So it's important that you um, charge of your own health, uh, literally take charge of your own health. Do not succumb to the, uh, the psychosis of the world, and you will be okay. We will survive this, but let's educate everyone. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you.